everyone. Welcome back to episode 43, Talk of Fame podcast. I'm Kylie, and today we have on the lovely actress and motivational speaker, Sarah Martin. Thanks so much for coming on, Sarah. I'm so happy to have you on. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Of course, thank you so much for coming on. So over the last kind of two years, you've kind of been stuck in isolation. So what's something you did over the last two years that you kind of wouldn't have time before? So I had a lot, a lot of time. So... I had time to improve my singing and acting technique, and I read some books about it. Well, actually, I'm reading a book. I have it right here called No Acting, Please, by Eric Morris. And it's so nice, but I'm just at the very beginning of it. (laughs) But I've been reading a lot, and then I've had time to watch a lot of movies, which I love. I love especially musicals. So I've had time to watch a lot of musicals. And also, I started learning Chinese. Oh, really? (laughs) How is that process going for you? Because Chinese is a very hard language to learn. It's really, really hard, but it's fun. But it's really challenging. I started learning French in middle quarantine as well, so I feel you. Like you said, like you're like a musical fan. Like, did you always like like musicals as a kid, or did it kind of start like kind of over quarantine? Oh no, it started, I don't know, maybe like five years ago or so. But I had a lot of time to watch musicals and listen to Broadway musicals during quarantine, so it was great. Oh no, it's awesome. Have you, um, in terms of musicals, have you seen The Greatest Showman? Yes. That's my favorite movie. I thought, like, since you like musicals, I was to check out. But, like, it since you've been, like, reading all those things, I'm currently writing a book as well. So, like, kind of raw process and that. But, um, what is, like, you, uh, like all the books you kind of read throughout quarantine, which one kind of resonated with you the most? Mm, well, that's a tough question, actually. I think, uh, I read like the whole script of the Erwin Hansen, like oh, the really? show, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I heard it was really good. I've never watched it, but I heard it was really good though. I'm sorry, what? Like I heard it was really good, like the Erwin Hansen. Like I never oh, yeah. seen it, but I heard it was really good. I got to see it on Broadway and the movie. Oh really? And the, the movie was really good actually. Really? Like, which one did you like better, the Broadway or the movie? Wow. (laughs) I like both, I guess. But being on Broadway was like a dream come true for me. Like, watching it, being part of the audience Mm -hmm. was incredible. But the movie is really, really good. And Ben Platt is such a great actor. Yeah, for sure. He's one of the best ever to do it, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So as I kind of mentioned before, you're an act- actress, motivational speaker, and filmmaker. What kind of made you want to start that? So my passion for acting started like when I was six or seven years old. And I usually came back from school and I would watch TV and all these shows, basically Disney Channel then, back then. Mm-hmm. But I... I don't know, I watched TV and I realized I wanted to do this as well, or at least give it a try. So I asked my parents if I could join an acting class and they said yes. 
so from that moment on, I've been doing acting classes and working when I can. And oh, that's so pretty cool. cool. Like, how, like, how do you think, like, did you know, like, when you were young that you knew, like, you want, always wanted to be an actor or just something that kind of popped up when you're, like, six or seven? Well, yeah, it's something that like, came when I was, like, six or seven. I don't know why, but... It just sounded something that you feel like interested in doing, basically. <laughs> yeah, like last year, like I never pictured myself as a little kid, like doing podcasts on my own because I was always kind of like a very kind of shy girl from a small town in Pennsylvania. So, like, how is a small town girl that shy supposed to do a podcast? That's not really a thing a lot to do. And so, like, once I was like last year, I was 14 at the time, I was like, Oh, I don't know why, but why should I do a podcast? And like, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I basically started this thing for like 43 episodes later. I'm, well, I'm so happy that you're doing this. Thank you. I'm really so happy. Oh. Come on. I'm really so happy. But um, you were in the Sopra Deepabra music video. What was your kind of experience doing that? So, it was like my first professional experience. I was like, maybe 13 years old. And well, if you don't know who Sopa de Cabra is, they are like a really popular Catalan band. And I was in their music video called Cercles. They have really good songs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the experience, well, it was amazing. I, I was really nervous at first because I was on set for the first time and I saw all, this, all these people working and Wow, I was so nervous, but it was so fun and so exciting. And yeah, I really loved it. Oh, that's amazing. Like once I first started this whole thing, I was nervous wreck. I was like, why am I getting myself into? I was not ready for it at all. That was like, I didn't know what to do. Like, I had no experience with anything that involved podcasts or anything. So I was like, okay, how am I supposed to do this? And like, when I look back at my like beginning podcast episodes, I'm like, okay, what did I just do? Like, what am I getting myself into? Like, what am I saying? Like, that's like after I kind of started it, keep doing episodes, I kind of like, all right, so I guess this is what <laughs> I'm doing now. But um, back in uh, 2018, you presented at the 39th Annual Young Artist Awards in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. What was your reaction when you found out you're going to do that in present? Okay, so I knew I was going to be in Los Angeles with my parents that July. So I thought, why not doing something like acting related? And I found this amazing foundation, the Young Artist Academy. And I contacted them. We started exchanging emails. And they told me if I wanted to present at the gala, at the awards gala. So I immediately said yes. <laughs> And well, actually it was like three days before the actual show. So I had to buy myself a fancy dress and get everything ready. It was so crazy, but it was like the best day of my life still. And I got to meet a lot of amazing people which whom I'm still in contact with. And it was a dream come true. Oh, that's amazing. Like, even if it was like three days before, like, how were you feeling? Like, were you, like, since you're in Los Angeles at the time of, like, when you're exchanging, like, what did you think? Like, okay, like, I'm not at home. Like, I don't have anything to wear. Like, what was, 
that kind of crazy thought in your head, like, okay, how am I supposed to do this? I don't have a dress or anything. It was kind of over overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> since I was there, well, it was mind-blowing for me to be there and to present at the Young Artist Awards. It was so big and I was super excited. And I went to the rehearsals a day before and I got to meet uh, all the people involved. And it was so cool. Oh, you're so lucky. I'm so jealous. Like I literally want to set the awards one day. That's, that's something I want to do. You're so lucky. But I'm um, also back in uh, 2018, you become an advocate of the award-winning empowerment, nonprofit free to love. What made you kind of want to start to advocate for that organization? So actually they found me on Twitter, I think, and they DM'd me. And as soon as I found out their message, like to stop bullying, I immediately said yes, because they are so amazing and Bully is something that could happen to everyone, literally. So we should speak up and let our voices be heard and let others know that they are not alone and support each other. And what's so great about this foundation is that I also get to, when I travel, whenever I travel, I bring my free to love sign with me and I take a lot of pictures and it's so cool. Oh, I love that. Like, did you always think, like, as your experience working with them, like, did, like, that while being an organization, did that teach you anything about, like, your mental health, like, speaking up and stuff like that? Did it, like, teach you anything about it, more about yourself and stuff like that? Yeah, especially that it's so important. Our happiness, it's so important. And to let our voices be heard and have no fear about the future or about people it's so important and yeah basically this yeah for sure like for over quarantine the mental health has kind of been a little crazy for everyone throughout this quarantine yeah quarantine has impacted many people in many different ways some uh, are kind of familiar to others and so this like kind of last year or two is has kind of touched people to speak out about like what's it say like Black Knights Ladder and like all those kind of organizations that are around mm -hmm. right now and so you kind of speak up and like as like a woman in the industry as well like gender bias and all those things like everyone's kind of more open about it right now since so like it's kind of a more serious task as it was like 20 years ago so like yeah. it's like always a good thing to see people speak up since quarantine and talk about like important topics like what what was like, your kind of experience on that, like being a young kind of woman in industry and like experiencing kind of all the bias in the world and kind of discrimination against you as like, a young woman? And could you repeat, please? <laughs> yeah, so like, as like a young kind of woman in the industry, like how do you think like the pressure like Guess to you, like, as a young woman, like you will kind of face discrimination, like people will tell you you can't do it and stuff like that. Like what kind of has been your experience with dealing with all of those troubles? Well, it's, you will always have these people that tell you that you can't do it. All these haters and people who said you have to do something else and 
you can't do it or it's so difficult to succeed or whatever. But if you believe in yourself, then everything is possible, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. It's tough sometimes, but if you still believe in yourself and keep going, there's nothing stopping you. Yeah, for sure. I agree 100%. So do you have anyone that you look up to in the industry as like an actress and like a motivational speaker or just kind of in general? Do you have anyone that you look up to? Mm, so I've always been a big Jonas Brothers fan since oh, I was too. like... Me too. Yeah. I'm a Jonas Brothers fanatic. Oh my God. Oh, no, it's like fanatic. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm literally blushing. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm not the only one that's a big Jonas Brothers fan, though. At least I'm not the only one. And since I was, like, seven or six, I've been a big fan. <laughs> yeah, like, I really saw them in concert a couple months ago for my birthday, and I was really lost my voice after the concert. Yeah, screaming that loud and just jamming every song. I just literally lost my voice after. Oh, but like, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, Jones Brothers has impacted me so much. And I was literally seeing them in the shower before, not gonna lie. This uh, doesn't kind of show. But like, Jones Brothers are like amazing kind of people. And I've been a Nick Jones mm -hmm. fan since I was a, a young toddler, so I knew him. Of course, and I wasn't—I didn't know the Jonas Brothers were a thing until like two years ago when they got back together. So I was like, okay, I might as well become a Jonas Brothers fan while, like, while they're doing it. And so, like, of course, I was like, okay, right, so I might as well become a Jonas Brothers fan. And then now I'm like obsessed Jonas Brothers fan. That only—that's only music I listen to nowadays. To be honest with you, <laughs> that's great. And when it comes like to the acting field, I would say I really like well musical theater and especially Sutton Foster. Oh, I got to see her live in London last summer doing Anything Goes. And like her performance and energy on stage was so amazing, so inspiring. And I really admire her. And my favorite on-screen actor, I think it's probably, it's tough, I have a lot of favorite actors, uh, but probably James Stewart, like Hollywood's golden age. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all amazing. I see him Foster is one of the greatest kind of musical theater type of person out there in Broadway, and she's currently in The Music Man. In New York mm -hmm. with Hugh Jackman, which I'm probably going to see next couple of months when some mandates kind of yeah. look up, which I'm very excited for because I love Hugh Jackman and Foster's House and me going nuts. But like, what has kind of like what has kind of Sam Foster inspired you? Like, how did she kind of how did you kind of learn about her and like what she does? I mean, her energy on stage and it's so powerful. It's like, it's really mind-blowing. Yeah, for sure. I don't know every how time to express I see, it. Every time I see videos of her, I'm just mind-blowing, like, blown away. Like, she's just that powerful yeah. and amazing. Yeah, I'm just always blown away. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so do you yes. have, um, the final question for the interview is, what is some advice for kind of younger generations that like to be in the industry one day or like to be in the kind of same position as you? 
So first of all, I would say don't be afraid to dream big because if some people can do it, you can as well. And there's nothing holding you back. And I would say also try new things every single day and learn to accept rejection because it's part of the industry. Don't, don't expect uh, yes when you go to your first audition because I'm afraid it's not probably going to happen. Yeah. But you need to work hard and just don't give up and have a lot of fun, of course. Yeah, and I would say that and like my everyday advice would be just focus on being yourself and being grateful for everything that you have, for every opportunity that you get. And if opportunities don't come, like create them. I mean, let's say you don't have enough auditions. So then why not film yourself at home and share, I don't know, a monologue or a poem with other people? or with people from the industry. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, seriously, like, the biggest part about being in history is to take rejection. That's the hardest part of being nosed. And I've gotten nosed for coming on the podcast, and it's hard. Like, it's hard, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, as you kind of deal, as an actor, you always kind of deal with nosed being auditions, etc. Like, what was, like, kind of the part that kind of kept you going never got the no answer not let the no get to you like how did you kind of deal with that with the no's I think since I was I've been doing this since I was really like seven years old now I'm used to rejection so I know it's part of it yes so I would say don't take it personal because it doesn't have to do with you if they don't like you that's okay yeah but you are still a, a good actor and you're going you're going for it so don't worry about rejection yeah don't worry about it don't take it personally because if it's like if you take it personally then it's gonna affect your mood and want you to not do acting and stuff anymore like mm -hmm. i Suddenly, so stuff personally, I was like, okay, this is not, I should not take this personally. This, I, I need to worry mm -hmm. about the rejection. And yeah. so I got a million no's over the last probably year while doing this. And I was like, well, I'm not going to take it personal. I've done many episodes, got people on, that's the most important thing. I don't care if I have like big people, A-listers on, I really don't care. As long as I'm happy and enjoying what you're doing and why I'm doing then that's really the most important thing really yeah absolutely and, yeah and so I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast I had such a blast talking to you you're amazing oh, thanks for you doing what you're doing and we'll speak soon for sure thanks so much for coming on again thanks to you I'm so happy <laughs> me too thank you. I'm so happy <laughs> to have you on thanks so much thanks bye bye